Hello and welcome to Life Beyond the Numbers, the podcast for people who are curious about how to have a more fulfilling work life. We live in a world largely driven by numbers, logic and reason. But how we feel at work and about our work impacts us, our organisations and society. There is a relationship between the numbers of our organisations and the life beyond the numbers. I'm Susan Michrielon, your host. I've lived and worked in many countries. I've met people who love what they do and people who don't. People who bring their full selves to work and people who won't. But one thing that I've learned that is common to us all is that we are all unique and have unique experiences. And it's helpful to know that there are others who think like we do, or have had struggles too, or have gone where we want to go, or can show us things we didn't know. So join me and my guests as we place a lens on the human side of work life by sharing insights, stories and strategies to inspire you to let your uniqueness shine. Hello and welcome to episode 150 of Life Beyond the Numbers. This episode is going out on Saturday, November 11th. And when this episode airs, I will be far, far away on my holidays. I'm recording this in advance, just a week in advance. And firstly, I just want to say that The episode I put out on October 14th, when I released it first, I uploaded the wrong episode by mistake. I uploaded an earlier conversation with the same person, David Lee. So if you happen to download that episode when it came out on October 14th, you may have heard a repeat of episode 102. When I realised my error, which was, I think, almost a week later, I republished episode 148. And you can go back and download it if you haven't heard it. So apologies to my listeners for that error. If you did hear episode 102 (laughs) repeated as episode 148, I hope you got something from it listening to it again. And maybe it was the first time you heard it. The second thing I want to say is that I submitted the final manuscript for Leading Beyond the Numbers, How Accounting for Emotions Tips the Balance at Work, yesterday. It was a triumphant crossing of the finish line, I can tell you. I was absolutely feeling exhausted and excited and relieved and proud yeah, I felt proud of my accomplishment. It'll go through a couple of rounds of edits and will be published mid next year. So it's all very, very exciting. The last few weeks have been incredibly intense. A lot went into the last couple of weeks. It's incredible what we can do when we put our minds to it and really focus. The one thing I'll say though is the time change really, really impacted me this time. At least that's what I think it was. 
I just kept waking up way too early for the week. And yeah, anyway, these things happen, right? I also shared a draft of the book with some beta readers and that was really interesting because it was quite scary to send my manuscript out to people. Um, But very, very rewarding. It was fascinating to see the book being read by other people and they, they brought it to life for me in a way that I couldn't do for myself. And their input and comments and questions certainly helped me strengthen the manuscript. So I'm really, really, if any of you are listening, I am so, so, so grateful for what you have contributed. So I'm about to head off on holidays, like I said. Uh, Later today, we are flying away for two weeks. I am really, really looking forward to that. For those of you who, who listen regularly, during the summer when I was working on the book, I was putting out speeches that I had done during my Toastmasters days. And actually, I have one that is related to birthdays. I am going to be celebrating a milestone birthday while I am on holidays. And so actually, it's the perfect timing to put out this episode. I did this speech first four years ago. I just amended it slightly so that it was fit for this purpose. But it's pretty much still a speech that I did at Toastmasters four years ago. It will give you some more insights into me and who I am. I hope then to resume normal scheduling from the end of November through to the end of the year. Watch out for regular conversations coming back again. And thank you for listening. What's amazing is doing this podcast, and I've talked about this before, has had such a profound impact on my life and and continues to. And It really comes through in the book as well, because a lot of conversations I had had inspired parts of the book. And there are extracts from some of the podcast conversations included in the book also. So, like I said, thank you for listening. I hope you are keeping well wherever you are in the world. And the next episode will go out on the last Saturday in November. Until then, ciao. I love my birthday and I always make an effort to celebrate it. And I know there are people who cringe as the years go by. I'm going to be 50 this year. And of course, I've thought over the years, oh my God, I'm getting old. And then invariably some aged relative will usually say something like, ah, but sure, you're only just a spring chicken. And I hope I hear that one for many years to come. When I turned 40, my dad told me that morning, my mom sat up in the bed, first thing, turned to him and said, I can't believe I have a child who is 40. I can't believe I am still a child in someone's eyes. If you ask me about any year, I'll probably be able to tell you where I was, who I was with, and what I did to mark the occasion.
On my 40th birthday, I went to New York with two friends. On my 32nd birthday, I was in Pakistan as part of an emergency response team to the 2005 earthquake. Amazingly, a guy from my hometown happened to be in Islamabad for work and he accompanied me and all my colleagues when we went out for dinner to celebrate. On my 30th birthday, I was working in Uganda. I'd been there for about six months. Someone from headquarters was visiting at the time and they brought with them a parcel from my parents. My parents had wrapped 30 individual items for me. They were small token gifts, but it was so thoughtful. I had so much fun unwrapping each one, most of them evoking some memory or emotion. My favourite bar of chocolate or a new book to enjoy. When I turned 21, my dad wrote a poem for me. For my 10th birthday, I remember having 10 friends, getting leg warmers, they were all the rage back then, and my seven-year-old brother performing Uptown Girl for all the older girls. I remember my mother's best friend throwing my fourth birthday party. And the day before, November 12th, my sister Aoife was born. I don't really remember much else about that, but I imagine that I was really excited about a new baby and hearing I had a sister must have been so cool. The best birthday present. I already had a younger brother and I'm sure I was dying for a sister. Aoife was born severely mentally and physically handicapped. It was a difficult birth. Aoife was taken away by the doctors and my mother was left wondering what was going on. She says that eventually she was told that her newborn was in an ambulance being taken to a hospital about a hundred miles away. Can you imagine? This was Ireland in the 1970s. Aoife eventually came home. She had pneumonia several times in her first year. My parents were constantly in and out of hospital. My grandmother and uncle lived down the road, three fields below our house, to be exact, or down below, as we affectionately called it. A couple of years ago, my mother told me that one of those times Aoife became sick, she had to ask me to go and get my grandmother, as we had no phone. She said she watched me from the window as I made my way through the fields but still believes it was a lot to ask of a four-year-old. Before long, she didn't even have to ask. I would know grandma was needed and volunteer. By my fifth birthday, Aoife had moved into residential care, an institution. 
It wasn't a nice place. I don't have good memories of visiting her there. But in the early 80s, she was moved to a really excellent facility, Beaufort. The staff were incredible and she lived there until she passed away peacefully at the age of 33. Aoife never took a single step, nor uttered a single word. She wore nappies all her life and her food was always liquidised. We honestly don't even know if she could see or hear. Aoife would have been 46 this year and our birthdays are inextricably linked. I make sure to celebrate my birthday every year because it is one day that I can stop and be grateful for things we often take for granted and for everything I have done to get to this very point. I have survived another year. I am alive and I am full of life. That is surely worth celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the paths we traversed on today's episode. If something rang through for you, be sure to let me know. Or maybe you can share this with someone in your life who would benefit from listening too. And if you enjoy helping others, I'd be so grateful if you would leave a review so that people who might also be curious about their own life beyond the numbers can discover this podcast too.